This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. Merry Christmas. I can't believe I'm actually saying it. I, you know, I don't think I've actually said that to one person this year, I don't think. Because I feel like when you work in like retail or hospitality, you're like always saying to customers, Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, and all that. But obviously, I haven't really been working this Christmas. So you're the first people I'm saying happy Christmas to. I thought for this week's podcast, oh sorry there wasn't a podcast last week by the way, I had, I've had deadlines the last like week. Uh, everyone who knows me is fucking sick of hearing me say that word but yeah I got my, got my Simon handed in. I still have one left, it's due mid-January so I'm gonna take a little break and maybe start back working and like I don't know, 28, something like that. Um, I'll do that essay then. I'm just not going to worry about it for now. I feel like there's no point in stressing myself out. But I thought this week's episode, I would do a little like Christmas themed one. So I put up on my story, send me your funny slash embarrassing slash drunken slash awkward Christmas stories, please. And I will read them out for a Christmas podcast. And I got so many good replies. So I can't wait to get stuck into them. I'm so happy to be back in Belfast. It's actually so nice. I think I've been home for a week now, which is like the longest I've been home, obviously, since September. And it's just so nice to actually chill. Like anytime I've been at home, it's literally just for a really quick, long weekend. And I like don't even have time to unpack type of thing. And I'm just traveling with like hand luggage. And this time it's just so much nicer being able to chill and actually feel like I'm spending time with my family and friends and stuff and not just like blink and it's over but yeah is it just me or is literally everyone you know getting COVID I swear to god I hear about about like five new people a day that I know getting it I, I like I genuinely know more people getting it now than I ever did in the first lockdown so I think I will be very lucky to make it through this Christmas period without getting it. I don't know. I feel like it's just a given at this point. I'm just kind of waiting for it to happen. But yeah, hopefully it doesn't happen till after Christmas Day. It feels so... Oh my God, I've been seeing people on Instagram stories and TikToks and everything. People who have like just found out recently that they've tested positive. So they've got to have like Christmas on their own, locked in their bedroom. How grim. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're one of those people. I'm sending you my love. <laughs> Hopefully your family still give you a banging Christmas dinner. But yeah, I hope you're all doing well. I know Christmas can be like really intense period and there's a lot of pressure to I don't know eat lots of food spend lots of money drink loads of wine buy loads of presents yeah sometimes it's a bit overwhelming isn't it like just night out after night out like maybe I could actually do a 10 days isolation at the end of this if it came maybe if it came on the 27th I'd be grateful for it but anytime before no get away I'm literally sitting in my bedroom on the floor with hoodie and sweats on and then one of those big like blanket scarves wrapped around my neck with a cup of tea because it's a fucking icebox in here like I don't know why but my room compared to the rest of the house doesn't retain any heat and also my boyfriend stayed over last night and he sleeps with the fucking window open in the middle of winter who does that so yeah 
uh, woke up this morning to an icebox of a room and obviously it's impossible to get it heated back up. So we're back to square one. We're, I feel like I'm sitting in the Arctic right now, like shivering in my own bedroom while I'm speaking to you. Okay, we'll get stuck into the funny Christmas stories. I do feel like I have a few to contribute to this. This is the thing with being older at Christmas, like it does make for a lot more funny stories, like getting really drunk with your family. But it's not quite the same as when you're a kid getting presents from Santa, do you know what I mean? Like, remember how magical Christmas Day used to be? It actually gives me, like, the shivers thinking about it. We used to all, obviously when you're a kid, you'd wake up, like, super early. (laughs) We'd run into our parents' room at, like, six o'clock in the morning and they'd be like, please go back to sleep for at least another hour. And you'd go down and, like, literally count down the time on your clock and then... It was obviously before we had phones, so I wasn't even, like, checking my phone and stuff. I was checking my wee alarm clock. And then we'd, like, run back in at seven and beg them to wake up with us. And then we'd all, like, creep down the stairs together. We used to, like... (laughs) This is so cringy. I can't believe I'm actually saying this. But we used to, like, walk in a wee... You know if you all stand in a line, one in front of the other, like a wee train, and you hold on to the person in front of you's hips? We used to do that, and we used to put our Santa hats on and, like, tiptoe down the stairs and sing... What song did we sing? Something... One of the Santa songs. Which one was it? Oh my God, this is going to really annoy me. (gasps) Yeah, I'm not sure what song it was. But anyway, it was a Christmas song and we used to like tiptoe down the stairs and my dad was always the one that would go first and he would like peek his head in the living room, which is where we'd walk into all our presents. And then he'd turn around to us, like he'd peek in so we couldn't see and then he'd turn around to us and be like, he's been, and we'd be like, ah! And then we'd all run in and obviously there was the like half drunk glass of milk and the carrots were gone, the cookies were gone. Um, So yeah, I feel like as funny as Christmas is now, it's just not quite as magical and like thrilling as that. Like I remember another time when I, on Christmas Eve and I was, obviously you're meant to go, to, you're meant to go see quite early, aren't you? So your parents can like prepare and get all the presents wrapped and shit while you're in bed. But the excitement before the night of Christmas, like you're literally, like your heart is pumping. And so I was up until like two o'clock or something. And I remember, you know, when your parents used to come into your room when you were a kid and you would just like pretend you were asleep and like hide and do duvet. And I did that. But then I convinced myself that it was Santa that had come into my room and it wasn't my parents because I was like, because I thought that was way, way too late for them to be up. And I thought I'd like heard them already go to bed. So I was like, oh my God, Santa came into my room in the middle of the night and told everyone the next morning. And I just remember Matthew and Livy being like, why didn't he come into my room? <laughs> so yeah, that's my claim to fame, folks. Santa actually came into my bedroom. <laughs> right, I'll get stuck into the story. So someone said... Oh, this one's brutal, right? I got, I once got so drunk, I called my boyfriend at the time who was home in England in the evening to tell him how much I miss and love him. Turns out he was sat there with his ex in bed. Probably not a funny story, but I find it funny now. Oh, the awkward part is also that she didn't know he was seeing anyone. Oh no, I need more details. How did, how did you know? How did you find out he, she was sitting there? I need more. To, there's more to this and I need to know it all. <laughs> that's terrible though oh my friend messaged in and said Christmas Eve last year we all got so drunk last well so me and my family go to our like 
um, local, I guess, but we don't go like as a one, like we don't go just as our family. We go, but like we all have friends there, but then we're all kind of like in the same area anyway. Yeah, so we all went and we all got so drunk. And then my friend Cara was there as well with her boyfriend. She ended up joining our tables and stuff as well. I think she had to be sent home in a taxi, I'm pretty sure. I can't really remember. I feel like, yeah, I think she did. Oh my God, yeah, I remember what happened now. Okay, there's actually a really, really funny story that I can't tell you, I'm sorry, but about my dad. Dad, if you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so that you have, I, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry, but I just can't say it on a podcast. I wouldn't do that to you. I don't want you to lose every ounce of dignity that you have, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Also, there's very few, there's probably a few people listening to this that know. <laughs> right I'll stop talking about it because that's just teasing anyway me and Livia got back to my house and we were so drunk I think my brother was still out somewhere and we opened the fridge to like make a snack or something and then the big turkey was just sat there in the fridge now me and Livia are both vegan so we were like looking at each other then looking at the turkey being like I don't know why but we just found it so funny like turkeys are ginormous and it was just this huge thing sitting in the fridge and obviously we were drunk so we just found it so funny to start throwing the turkey around the kitchen <laughs> and we were literally just like passing it to each other and then like sliding it around the floor like all oiled up and stuff and then we kept like slapping it and we just found it hilarious and we were taking all these like snapchat videos for our private stories and <laughs> and then the next day I literally woke up and didn't remember and then walked downstairs and just got a flashback of the turkey being like slapped around the place and checked my story and it was so funny I actually really really need to find those videos I'll try and see if I have them or if Olivia has them Um, because they're too good but yeah that that Christmas Eve was hilarious oh we also played we also had a slip and slide we like put fairy liquid all over the ground and we were like running across the kitchen floor (laughs) I don't know how no one like broke anything to be honest but yeah I'm pretty sure Matthew crawled in through the door at like eight o'clock in the morning or something and like didn't wake up until lunch was literally on the table but (laughs) it was yeah it was a funny I think everyone was just dying on Christmas Day, to be honest. I feel like that's what always happens these days is everyone just goes too hard on Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day, everyone's just like a bit of a zombie. Do you know what I mean? Oh, someone said, I got so drunk, I pissed myself at my flat Christmas meal in second year. I've never lived it down. Mm, I mean, it's not that bad, to be honest. I feel like lots of people piss themselves when they're drunk. Oh God, my friend said, got so drunk last year with the fam, I woke up and had vomited all over my pile of presents. (laughs) Heat. Someone said, was working at my job for two weeks and went to the staff do, got blackout drunk and after, oh, got blackout drunk at the after and put my boss's kid's slide on top of him at the sofa for a picture, then passed out in his house and no one could wake me up and I woke up there the next day at 8am oh Jesus, the fear he would wake up with in your boss's house. Tell me his kids weren't there. Tell me he didn't wake up to screaming kids. <laughs> oh my God, imagine. No, that would actually be the worst. I'm, uh, imagine like the explanation the next day. I actually went on this Christmas night out once. It was like, 
with a lot of random people basically because I well, when I worked as I, I used to I feel like I've talked about this before maybe but I used to work like one day a week doing photographs at the zoo so random but yeah I then we had like a night out and because everyone that did it kind of just did like one shift a week it's just like a load of randomers basically thrown together and like half of them you end up not even knowing because you're only working once a week you like haven't really met everyone so um anyway it was a really fun night out like everyone was a really good crack and then we ended up going back to one of the people's houses singing and chatting shit until like stupid o'clock in the morning but I got so drunk that I locked myself out of my phone like I forgot my phone password it had been my phone password the same like it's not like I'd recently changed it like that day or something it had been my code for literally like more than a year but I was so drunk that I like locked myself out and couldn't remember it do you know when it keeps giving you like another chance and every time I would be like convince myself I knew it and I would try it and it would be wrong again and then I just started bawling my eyes like being like I'm never gonna get back into my phone (laughs) and the people's house we were at were literally like what the fuck because they were like they, they were like in their 30s and I was like 19 at the time and they were just like she's on another planet but yeah I did cry because I locked myself out of my phone and then I literally woke up in the morning rolled over typed in the password correct and it was fine <laughs> so it was literally all that for nothing <laughs> someone said it was family game time question was name a body part beginning with C and I said clitoris my grandparents were shocked <laughs> I'm sure they were I don't know what my grandparents would say if I said that. You know what though? My nan is so funny. She, she, you would think she's like the most innocent person ever. And then anytime we're ever getting a family photo of everyone together, you know the way ever anyone else would be like, say cheese or something like that. And every time she goes, say sex. <laughs> like why? <laughs> I remember the first time she did it and I was like, wait, did those words actually just come out of her mouth? <laughs> went out for uni Christmas night and got so hammered on cheap wine for pre-drinks so drunk that I squared up to a lamppost and fell over <laughs> do you know okay I haven't bumped into a lamppost and fallen over but I've literally walked into a lamppost like three times within the last three months how bad is that it always happens to me in Leeds for some reason and it's always because I'm just like not paying attention and I'm on my phone and then next thing I just whack my forehead against the lamppost it's really sore Oh, someone said ran away from my friends on 12 pubs and they found me in a hotel car park crying and getting sick I've never done 12 pubs of Christmas you know I don't know if I could do 12 pubs well like if what do you have to do like a pint in every pub I couldn't do 12 pints I can maybe do 12 singles like 12 single vodka sodas or something or even something not as strong as that I don't know but I definitely couldn't do 12 pints. I could maybe do 12. I could do 12 half pints, surely. But yeah, I've never tried. Yeah, I've just never been able to do 12 pubs because obviously this year, I mean, you actually you actually could do that if you wanted this year. Last year was a bit more difficult. You needed to have like bookings and stuff everywhere last year because it was all like sit down and eat with your drinks and stuff. Um, year before I was working in hospitality and you know what hospitality is like, it's so hard to get time off at Christmas and then before that I wasn't in Ireland so yeah I still haven't done 12 pubs and I really want to do it maybe I'll save that for next year oh my god do you know what I'm yet to watch a Christmas movie this year well that's kind of a lie actually 
I started Nativity the other day with my boyfriend, but we didn't finish it. Um, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies, though. I don't know if he was that into it. I just think Nativity is so funny. I know it's literally like a kid's Christmas movie, but it's hilarious. What else do I love? The Grinch and Elf. They're like my top three, I reckon. Elf is just so like nostalgic. I remember going to see it around Christmas time when it first came out in cinema with my mum and my two friends and just getting loads of popcorn and fizzy drinks and just having the best time ever like elf is just one of those movies where you'd like properly laugh out loud at it maybe not too much anymore but i just remember sitting in the cinema at that age like actually wetting myself um so yeah it's just it's so good i feel like i need to watch them three every single year no matter what oh god right Someone said, a girl I worked with at Waitrose had not long started before the work Christmas party. She got so paralytic, was sick and fell asleep at the table. No one knew who she was or how to get her home. So this random woman from the deli counters took her home to her husband and kids. And the girl woke up the next day in the family home of a random woman that she didn't know. (laughs) That's way worse than that other one. Oh my God. God bless her. Imagine waking up in someone's family home like that. This is the thing though. See, if you go to like a work night out where you've only worked there for a couple of weeks or something, it's the same as anything where if you go to like a night out where you don't really know people, you always end up like nervous drinking. Well, I do anyway. I always find that I'm just like, it's not even to get drunk. It's more like a thing to always be doing something with your hands because you feel a bit awkward or something. So you just kind of sit there like constantly taking sips or like smoking or doing whatever. But like you just end up getting so, so drunk so quickly. Someone said me and my me and my work bestie gave our manager a lap dance on our Christmas day. I'd never be back. I would never step foot in my workplace ever again. Um, someone else said that I rugby tackled my boss to the floor four times after he told me not to the first time. (laughs) That's a poor move. Well done to you. (laughs) Did he fire you? I'd not be surprised if you got sacked. Oh my god, no. Someone said two people shagged in the work freezer on our Christmas day. Oh like the big walk-in freezers in restaurants oh my god that is so so bad health and safety do not need to know that so I actually had a staff do on Saturday there just past it's well it wasn't really like a proper staff do basically the job I had for about a year starting from the first lockdown um I haven't worked it in a good while now maybe like half a year but yeah because I was with them for so long they just like included me in their plans basically they just made a grip chat and because it wasn't like the boss or whatever organizing and paying for it it was kind of just more like a Christmas night out I guess as opposed to like you know a an all paid for like staff do so yeah we went to where did we go they went out for food first and then I met them at Lavery's and the one guy he's not he he's not the manager what is he I guess like supervisor he'd be kind of like above me and he doesn't live in Belfast so obviously it's you know when you're not from Belfast it's like exciting to come and drink in Belfast I guess um and I think it was his first night out in two years <laughs> so he was buzzing to say the least and 
obviously when you're that excited about any night out it's just like a disaster waiting to happen it's the same thing with like you know when it's your own birthday and you're so excited and then you just end up completely fucking it and yeah that's exactly what he did he's falling asleep at the table and the bouncer came over and was like you're gonna have to get him out of here and we were like right we'll contact his girlfriend to come pick him up so anyway I think we got him to like open his phone or something and we're able to go on and ask his girlfriend to come get him she kindly came and got him and as I walked him out the front of Lavery's and he was literally about to step foot in her car like he would had just opened her car door and was about to step foot in it but as he went to step foot in it he grabbed onto the door and then just started projectile vomiting everywhere like a little tiny bit of it splashed up in my trousers I was I thought I was gonna be sick oh my god it was awful and I just stood there like with my my mouth literally dropped because I couldn't believe it just happened like I just didn't see it coming at all because he was one second ago he was right behind me about to get in the car and then next thing he was just projectile vomiting everywhere and I've just stood there in disbelief like completely wordless and I was looking at his girlfriend then looking back at him and I was like what the fuck did I do here and she was like no it's okay you've done enough like thanks for bringing him out and stuff and I was just like oh my god and they had to do like a 30 minute drive I think it's like 30 minutes back to Glengormley um, with him in that state he was, pr- he was probably head out the window the whole time being sick down it oh my god have you ever seen that have you ever been like driving somewhere and you just see someone's head out, out a window with like sick down the side of the car <laughs> It's so disgusting. Oh my god, I just remembered something. Right, so basically my nan and papa used to live in this, it's not their house at the minute, but they used to live in this house and they had this like good sitting room that was like all cream, like cream carpets, cream sofas, like just cream everything. And we bit we would barely sit in it. It was like, you know, that good room that really only got used to like Christmas and like special occasions type of thing. Like that kind of room with fancy ornaments and shit in it. And um this so my great granny, her her brother, so I don't really know what relation that is to like me or my dad. I guess it's like I don't really know. I guess my nana's uncle or something. But anyway, he was he was there for Christmas. They now bear in mind my great granny she died when she was a hundred years old and that would have been maybe four years ago. So they they were in their nineties at this point, I I think. It could have been late eighties, but I think in their early nineties. So my great granny and her her brother and all of us are there and her brother, I don't know why he was there because he doesn't normally spend Christmas with us. I think this was like a one-off or something or maybe he was visiting. I'm, I'm not really sure. Anyway, he ended up getting really, really drunk and they just like kept feeding him red wine. And before you know it, he was just sick all over their cream carpet and cream sofa and it was red wine sick. How bad. <laughs> I just remember seeing it and mum and dad being like, okay, everyone out of this room. <laughs> like scurried us into the next room as they frantically tried to clean off the red carpet. I'm not actually sure if they got it out. I'm sure they probably did. But I remember actually that it happened with my friends, but like a bottle of Buckfast over someone's cream carpets and was actually able to get it out like so well. She kept pouring water over it and then getting like a tea towel to absorb it up and then rinse it out and then like get another clean tea towel and like keep doing that until all the red red had got out of it and it actually did a really good job so 
Maybe they did get it out. I, I can't remember. I was so young at the time. I just remember seeing red sick all over a cream sofa and being like, oh, Jesus, Nana's going to lose her shit. <laughs> okay, I think I will leave it there for the Christmas stories. Thank you for sending me them in. It's so crazy. It's literally Christmas on Saturday. Like, I can't believe it. I'm so excited to give people pre- their presents. I get so excited for that. I literally couldn't care less if anyone gets me anything, but I just find it so, like... I don't know. I really like buying people presents and I just like watching them open it and see. Although, I mean, I was going to say, imagine they didn't like it. I don't know if I've ever had that. If someone's ever opened it and been like, meh. I actually pride myself on being a really good present buyer, but I don't know if that's just my ego or... And that no one's actually just ever told me that they... Like, no one's being... Everyone's always just being too nice to tell me that they haven't liked a present. But I'm pretty sure I'm a really good present buyer. I feel like I just remember, like, you know, I I just pick up and like little things and like remember little things that people say they like and stuff. Anyway, I hope you all have a lovely Christmas and the week leading up to Christmas. I think the week leading up to Christmas is just as fun and exciting as Christmas Day and Boxing Day. It's always really good fun. But yeah, I hope you all have a lovely Christmas. This will probably be the last podcast of the year, I assume. So I will speak to you in the new year. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I hope you all have the best one. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.